knocking at the door. Somebody ringing that bell. Someone knocking at the door. Somebody ringing that bell. Do me a favor. Open the door and just let them on. Just around the corner from the Alpine Inn and up the hill from Finicky Franks, this is Pacific Street Blues. Well, we got a cool show for you this week. You know, if you're listening to the show often enough, I love doing these spotlight shows because it gets me into a, I don't know, you like read a lot about an artist, you discover a lot that you didn't know, and I find it kind of fun and informative and, and 
in my own weird way, exciting. But we start off with Nicole Hart and Annie Piper doing the old Everly Brothers track, Walk Right Back. And yes, that's right. We're going to take a look at the Everly Brothers. Of course, they lived in Shenandoah for a while, from about the time of uh, eight to almost 18. And uh, that's, what, about an hour southeast of Omaha. And that's where Matt Cox, Omaha's own Matt Cox, is from as well. Also, we heard from Dr. John doing the McCartney song, where McCartney's going to reference a lot of people in there, including Phil and Don. And so you can see kind of the spread, the influence. Well, this next track is from a band called Rock Pile, which features Dave Edmund and Nick Lowe doing the old track Poor Jenny, that by the Everly Brothers. Then we'll hear from Sting from his ill-fated Broadway show, The Last Ship, and he's going to talk about the Everly's as well. Uh, over to you, Hank. What, how fast is it? I took my little Jenny to a party last night At one o'clock it ended in a heck of a fight When someone hit my Jenny she went out like the light Poor Jenny And then some joker went and called the cops on the phone So everybody scattered out to places unknown I couldn't carry Jenny so I left her alone Poor Jenny Well Jenny had a Paper this morning She made it with a bang According to the story In the paper this morning Jenny is a leader Of a teenage gang Jenny has a brother And he's hot on my trail Her daddy wants to ride me Out of town on a rail I hope I'll be around When Jenny gets out of jail Poor Jenny She was locked in a cell She wasn't very glad to see me That I could tell In fact, to tell the truth She wasn't looking too well Poor Jenny Her eyes was black Her face was red Her hair was a fright She looked as though She'd been a-crying Half of the night I told her I was sorry She said, get out of sight Poor Jenny well, it seems a shame that Jenny had to go get apprehended A heck of a fate This party was the first one she ever had attended It had to happen on a very first day Jenny has a brother and he's hot on my trail Her daddy wants to ride me out of town on the rail I hope I'll be around when Jenny gets out of jail Poor Jenny Any shipyard man can sing when he works upon the hull Amongst the noise and the clamor that he all but disregards So he sing to himself, but no one pays him any mind He's just another crazy welder in the shipyards But inside this welder's helmet, if you'll let me demonstrate When the mask is in position and the fumes accumulate There's the finest echo chamber with a sound that can't be beat where I'm the king of rock and roll And the world is at me feet And it may not sound like much to all them jokers on the squad But inside of here I'm singing With the voice of a huffing god I'm Jock, the singing well, the heavy metal rock and roll Jazz, blues, roots, reggae, country, rockabilly soul When I'm singing, well, you best luck up your daughters and your mothers I'm Gene Vincent, Eddie Cochran, I'm the missing Everly brother I'm Jock, the singing welder, I'm heading for the heights I'm Jock, the singing welder, and the standing Well, I'm more than just a welder, and I'm telling you my name I one day you'll see it blazing in the Rock and Hall of Fame I got these songs in my head, I got this dancing in me bones I'm Rob Orbison, Elvis Presley, I'm talking Jones I'm Jock, the singing welder, I'm heading for the heights I'm Jock, the singing welder, and the satellites well, Refuse he stole the fire and he brought it down to earth It was a prehistoric welder who figured out what it was worth They call it holy metallurgy 
and I want it to be clear That no man puts asunder what I join together here You see the welder in the belly of the ship I got my shaky leg, I got my quivering lip I'm just receiving welder and I haven't got a choice Cause I'm singing all day at the top of my voice I'm just receiving welder in the satellites There's an empress waiting every Saturday night There'll be no more mistaking where I set my sights I ain't no pretender cause it's mine by rights I'm just receiving welder on the Saturday nights Jock, receiving welder on the Saturday nights Jock, receiving welder on the Saturday nights Jock, receiving welder on the Oxley Saturday nights From a distance As she walked up to the wall In her hand she held some flowers As her tears began to fall She took out pen and paper As to trace her memory She looked up to heaven And those words She was She said Lord my boy was special And he meant the world And oh, I'd love to see him Just one more time, you see All I have are the memories And the moments to recall So Lord, could you tell him more than just a name on the wall She said he really missed the family Being home on Christmas Day And he died for God and country in a place so far away I remember just a little boy Playing warm since he was three And Lord, this time I know He's not coming home to me She said, Lord, my boy was special And he meant so much to me Oh, I'd love to see him But I know it just can't be So I thank you for my memory and the moments to recall So Lord, could you tell him He's more than a name on the wall Lord, please, won't you tell him He's more than a name
had nothing but sorrow since you said we were through. There's no hope for tomorrow. How's the world treating you? Every sweet thing that mattered has been broken into. All my dreams have been shattered. How's the world treating you? Got no plans for next Sunday. at the music of the Everly Brothers, and they were influenced very early on by a country music duo named the Leuven Brothers, Charlie and Ira, and I actually got a chance to interview Charlie back in, I don't know, 2008, 2010, he was on this program, but they were one of the founding sounds of country music, and they're going to have a profound influence on the harmonies of the Everly Brothers. So if we take a moment to look at what Glenn Bauer had shared, he said, The Everly Brothers spent most of their childhood in Shenandoah, Iowa. The family moved there in 1945, where they remained through early high school. Don would have been eight, and Phil would have been six when the family moved there. The family then moved to Knoxville, Tennessee in 1953. They came to Shenandoah because the radio history there is pretty special, and that's what drew the family there. In fact, what they used to have were what, and they still have them, they're called clear channel stations, small c. And so at night, these AM stations would bounce across the country so you could hear them throughout the land. And so the Everly Brothers had a family act. Their father's name was Ike, and he was a musician. And they came to Shenandoah because they could get on the radio. And eventually the boys would end up on the radio as well. And they would broadcast on KMA and KFNF. And when they were in Omaha years ago, I got a chance to talk to them a little bit about where they would lay awake as kids and listen to WOW on the radio, which was a great story to have them tell. So it's in the mid-1940s when first... Ike and his wife moved to Shenandoah, and then the boys came along, and they would sing on the radio as Little Donnie and Baby Boy Phil, and the family was known as the Everly family. Well, eventually, Don Everly would kind of become a prominent young figure, and then his brother Phil, and they would, like the Leuven brothers, sing what's called close harmonies. So let's continue to take a look at this. We're going to hear a song that Don had written early on by Kitty Wells, and I'll warn you, it's pretty serious country music way back in the day. But as a young, young man, 
Don began writing songs, and other artists would cover them. And so this is just one example. Also, Chet Atkins was a friend of their father, Ike Everly, and he would kind of open the door to get them into the music industry. Miss Kitty Wells, so let's make her welcome for another song. from Chet Atkins. Of course, if you remember, Chet Atkins and Roy Clark were kind of the musical geniuses, if you will, certainly guitar-playing monsters, on the program Hee Haw, which was pretty influential back in the day. But to take a look at how did the Everly Brothers break in, 
They end up back in Tennessee, and their dad, Ike, knows Chet Atkins. And Chet Atkins is making a name for himself at this period. It's in the late 1940s. So in 1950, Chet Atkins introduces him to Wesley Rose from Acuff Rose Agency, one of the most powerful country music agencies at the time. And Rose eventually gets the boys signed to Cadence record label. And he connects them with a singer-songwriting married couple named Felice and Budo Bryant. And they're going to write most of the Everly Brothers' early, early hits. But eventually, the, the connections begin to break down, and it creates a problem that is going to affect Everly Brothers throughout the rest of their career. Well, well, hey, hey, yeah, I've got a brand new baby and I feel so good. She loves me even better than I thought she would. I'm on my way to her house and I'm blown out of breath. When I feel the night, I'm on a squeeze of the death floor dead. A pretty little death floor dead. Never make me breath. were contemporaries of the guys that were coming out of Sun Records. Guys like Roy Orbison, who we just heard sing Claudette, Elvis Presley, and Johnny Cash. And they're going to do each other's songs, and they're going to tour together. In fact, the uh, Everly Brothers are going to tour pretty extensively in 1957 and 1958 with Buddy Holly's band, and they'll get to know him real well. But more importantly, perhaps, is they get to know one of the players in his band, a guy named Sonny Curtis, who's also a significant songwriter. In fact, he wrote the theme for the Mary Tyler Moore show, 
And he also wrote the song, I Fought the Law, which is later made famous by the Bobby Fuller Four. And then, of course, the Clash covered. But he's going to provide them a lot of songs like Walk Right Back. He's also going to write songs for Buddy Holly like That'll Be the Day and Peggy Sue and others. And so we just heard Phil and his son, Jason, do the Buddy Holly track, Rave On. And then we heard Roy do Claudette. Let's hear Mary Chapin Carpenter doing a song called Wishing, which Buddy Holly had a hit with, but he wrote it with the intention to give it to the Everly Brothers. Would marry her next spring 
saved his money, bought a ring. Then one day a movie scout came to town to take her out. Came to town to take her out. Hollywood could offer more, so she left the boy next door who worked at the candy store. Dream on, dream on, teenage queen. See you on the movie screen. Very soon she was a star. Pretty house and shiny cars, swimming pool and a fence around. But she missed her old hometown. But she missed her old hometown. All the world was at her door, all except the boy next door who worked at the candy store. Dream on, dream on, teenage queen, saddest girl we've ever seen. Then one day this teenage star sold her house and all her cars, gave up all her wealth and fame, left it all and caught a train. Left it all and caught a train. Next day she was at the door of the lonely boy next door who works at the candy store. Now this story has some more. You'll hear it all at the candy store. Got your letter, baby. Too bad you can't come home. I, I swear I'm going crazy sitting here all alone since you gone. I got a mess of the blues. I ain't slept a wink since Sunday. I can't. That's Elvis Presley with a mess of blues. And prior to that was Johnny Cash doing a song with his daughter Roseanne and the Everly Brothers, both Don and Phil, of a song that Johnny had a hit with early in his career called Ballad of a Teenage Queen.
from Bob Dylan for you right here on Pacific Street Blues and one of his many covers of the Everly Brothers, a track entitled Let It Be Me. We also heard from Linda Ronstant and When Will I Be Loved. I'm sure you remember that from the radio, right? But again, an Everly Brothers song. And what we're taking a look at in this set and the next one are bands that were influenced by the Everly Brothers. And so uh, a profound effect on their close harmonies. In fact, the Everly Brothers were in the first class in 1986 inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's how significant they are to the modern sound. And I can remember years ago having an argument, not a bad argument, just a you know music debate, about I made the argument, no Everly Brothers, no Beatles. And my buddy Dick, who worked over at American Gramophone and other record labels, he's like, no way. And so we kind of battled it out. But they did affect and had a profound effect over in England. In fact, as their career slowly began to crumble in America, it continued to be pretty strong in Canada, Australia, and England. And so as we'll hear in a moment, the Fab Four loved them. They say that everyone
a song from the Everly Brothers called She Wants a Man with Money. We also heard from the Beatles and their cover, one of many that they had done at some point in their career of the Everly Brothers, and a track there entitled So How Come No One Loves Me. And so I was kind of fooling around with, uh, I must admit, with ChatGBT. And uh, I said, what are the influences of the Everly Brothers on the Beatles? And it came back with harmonies. Well, that's obviously true. Songwriting. Well, that's obviously true, too. Acoustic guitar song. Can't argue with it. And covering the Everly Brothers, which the Beatles covered a lot of people. I mean, you want to remember is that early in their career, they covered the rock and roll guys, but they also covered the girl groups, which is, I always found that contrast very interesting. And then the use of harmonica. And so you can really see how the Beatles are going to be influenced by the Everly Brothers and the Who as well are going to do them early on in their careers. So let's take a break, but when we come back, we'll take a look at how the Everly Brothers influenced the acts that created the sound of kind of country rock today. They created the bedrock that bands like the Eagles would come through. I wonder if I care as much as I did. Before last night, I cried myself to sleep for the one who makes me weep. I dried my eyes to greet the day and wondered why I had to pay. The tears that I shed by day. Wonder if I'll suffer more 
forgive and take the blame for what you did. It's your mistakes I'm thinking of. I wonder if I'm still in love. My heart can't thrive on misery. My life it has no destiny. When things get more than I can bear, I ask myself. I wonder if I care as much as I did there from Herb Peterson and Chris Hillman, McGuinn Clark and Hillman, The Birds, and also from uh, Neil Young there. They're doing covers of songs originally done by the Everly Brothers, including I Wonder If I Care and Problems. And what's interesting, I kept running across this, is you're looking at the influence of the Everly Brothers, and of course they're inducted into the first class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you think, well, okay, that's very interesting. What does it all mean? Well, if we take a look at the British side, which we're going to dig more deeply into in a minute, but they're highly influential on the Hollies, uh, particularly Graham Nash and Clark. 
and they're also influential on the Beatles and the Who, as we've already heard in the show. Then we're going to hear that they're very influential on American country rock with guys like Neil Young. And we're about to hear Graham Parsons, who was in The Birds, who went on to later uh, influence heavily the development of the Eagles. And he's recording with Emma Lou Harris, who's going to work with Don Everly on some music. And so they're developmental or they're influential on country rock. And wait, it doesn't stop there. As we heard earlier, Bob Dylan's covering their music, as we're going to hear in a moment. Simon and Garfunkel are going to cover their music, so they're instrumental on the influence of folk music in America. And then as we get to the end of the show, they're having a massive influence on indie rock at the moment. So it's just this never-ending sphere of significant influence on basically almost all of the genres of rock and roll that are out there. And so as we continue on with this exploration, this is Graham Parsons, otherwise known as Cecil Ingram Connor III. That's his birth name. So we're going to hear music from him called Brand New Heartache. And then Emmy Lou Harris, as I said, is going to record with Don Everly. And here's what makes it interesting. They're going to do a song by Ira and Charlie Leuven, the Leuven brothers, who we heard from earlier as an influence on not only them, but Emmy Lou Harris, and of course, Emmy Lou Harris is going to be a massive influence on guys like Rodney Crowell, who's going to go on and be influential within the sphere of Johnny Cash and the Carter family. So you see how it's all tying together, and it's all coming back to one central hub, which is the Everly Brothers. A guy moved into town I ain't seen you around I feel a brand new heartache Coming on It happened once before When a guy moved in Oh 
take a brief underwriter's break, but when we come back, we're going to take a look at some of the kind of very unique songs, hidden gems, if you will, of the Everly Brothers, including a welcome back kind of song that Paul McCartney wrote specifically for them. <laughs> 